Hey everyone, and welcome to the Masters Athlete Podcast. I am your host, Rob Arnold, and I've spent the last 20 years in the exercise physiology field as a strength coach, personal trainer, wellness manager, health coach, and writer. Each week, I will bring you the latest research on injury prevention, strength and conditioning, nutrition, event preparation, and overall exercise physiology to the over 40 crowd of weekend warriors, seasoned triathletes, stay-at-home parents, and CrossFit athletes. Now, let's get on with this week's show. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Masters Athlete Podcast. This week, I want to talk to you just a little bit about motivation and goal setting. And because we always find ourselves in a little bit of a lull, we always find ourselves in that spot where we've been training and we possibly get to the point where we just ask ourselves, why the hell are we doing this? Why the hell, why do I want to do this anymore? So today we want to talk about motivation and some of the things that go with motivation and the lack thereof and why we lack motivation and a couple of ways, a couple of strategies to get motivated and get your ass moving. So before we do that, I want to introduce you once again to my sponsor of Simply Faster. Simply Faster is the leader in sports technology and for athletes. Simply Faster has the world's best solutions for speed, power, endurance, rehabilitation, and recovery. Perfect for the Masters athletes, Simply Faster distributes the K-Box flywheel system, free lap timing, gym aware, and electrical muscle stimulators to get ahead of the competition. To get started, simply visit simplyfaster.com today and check them out. And one quick word, I've been posting a lot of their blog posts on my Facebook page, the Masters Athlete Podcast Facebook page, and their blog posts are on par with anybody out there as far as science and research. Great stuff. Carl Vale's one of their head writers, and he does a tremendous job of writing for Simply Faster and being on top of the latest research. So get out there and listen to or read some of the latest blogs on Simply Faster and uh, you won't regret it. So on to today's topic of motivation and it's a little bit more abstract than say the pure science aspect of science of nutrition or the pure science aspect of exercise physiology. Motivation is a little bit more abstract in that what works for someone may or may not work for everyone, or what works for athlete A, master's athlete A, may not work for his training partner or her training partner or the rest of her team. So you have to ask yourself, are you, when you train for an event, are you just training or are you exercising? Exercising simply involves moving. What you see most people at the YMCA, Anytime Fitness, any of those 24-hour fitness type places, exercising is something anybody can do. Get up, move, go for a walk, do a few push-ups with no end goal in mind. All you're doing is trying to stay healthy, and I guess that's a goal, but it's not really a specific goal, a time-oriented goal, you know, one of those smart goals. It's not, it, it has no goal in mind other than just to 
try and not die today. And that's about it. So are you exercising with a goal in mind or are you training with specificity? And that's something you have to ask yourself. Is there something that you're working towards? I have a friend of mine that this year she made a goal of running a at least a 5k race every month of this every month of the year, all 12 months. That was her goal. And so when she runs, when she goes out training for her runs, she has that in her mind that I, this month I'm either doing a 5K, 10K, 10 miler, half marathon, whatever. And that's her goal. And so it makes it easy for her to train and to get out there and to be motivated to put her shoes and socks on every morning or every afternoon and get out there and go run or to do her lunges or to watch her diet or whatever. It makes it easy for her because she has a goal. That is an extrinsic goal. So it's outer. It comes from outside. Some of us have a hard time with intrinsic goals, meaning it comes from our own motivation, you know, from our own mindset, that we don't need an external factor, such as running a 5K race every month. Some of us are intrinsically motivated because we want to be able to do X amount of push-ups every day, just in our own mind. We want to be able to do that. Not everyone's like that, but it's important to recognize what motivates you. Do external factors motivate you or do internal factors motivate you? And it's important to know it, the difference between the two and what is going to motivate you. You may have never asked yourself that. You may have never realized what motivates you whether it's external or internal. But it's time to, when you are having lulls, when you're having breaks in motivation, it's that time where you have to ask yourself that. And I have to do it all the time. For me, I used to be internally motivated. I wanted to be, I wanted, I wanted to be the absolute fittest person I could be because that's just who I was. But now... I need something, I need an external goal to work towards. This year, it was the Masters Track Championships. But I don't have that now. That's over. That was over in July. And now I'm in recovery mode with my foot injury. So I have to find other goals to work towards. And right now I'm doing 100 push-ups for 100 days. So that's a little bit of a goal of mine, just to stay on track, to keep myself moving. So I've created a, an external goal of 100 push-ups for 100 days. And the way that that works for myself is that if I'm going to be doing those 100 push-ups, I might as well stay down in my, in my home gym, jump on my Airdyne bike, my Air Assault bike that I got recently, jump on that, burn 100 calories on the bike, do my 100 push-ups, maybe do some kettlebell swings or whatever, whatever I decide to program for that day. But right now my programming is very simple, very basic because it's just centered around allowing my foot to heal and doing my hundred pushups every day. So that's what I try to keep it as. So you've identified, are you intrinsic or extrinsically motivated? And that's extremely important, important. So when you also have lulls in your motivation, you have to ask yourself, 
Is this possibly injury-related? Because it's real easy to lose motivation when you've had an injury. Again, myself. I, I can only speak for myself on this one. With my foot. It, was, it would be easy for me to say, you know what, I'm just going to completely shut down for the, rest, for the next six months and start training again while my foot heals, while the fat pads on my foot heal. And I don't know if you've, any of you have ever had any break or tears in your fat pads in the bottom of your heel, but it's like you're just constantly walking on a bruised heel, and it's horrible. So it would be easy for me to say, I'm just going to shut it down. But I don't want to do that because I know that if I start back up again in January, that I'm going to be so far behind that it'd be impossible for me to get ready for indoor track season or outdoor track season, and it'd just be impossible. So I have to stay, I have to find a way to stay active through this injury. But it's real easy for me to slack when I'm hurt. I've had neck pain for the better part of the last 25 years. I've herniated discs in my neck. It'd be real easy to use that as an excuse not to work out, not to exercise, not to train. But I have to find ways around it. I have to find exercises around it to get through it and not use that as an excuse not to train and be healthy. Another thing you have to ask yourself is, what's your social circle like? Are you surrounded by people that support you in your fitness goals or your health goals and your wellness goals? Do the people around you, do your, does your wife allow you to allow you the freedom to work towards your exercise goals or does your husband do that or do your kids do that? And we'll get a little bit more involved with personal stress in a second. But are you surrounded by people that support you, that want you to achieve your goals, that encourage you to achieve your goals? If not, then it's real easy to fall into a motivational lull. It's real easy to lose motivation because now you're focused on what, uh, what the, your social circle is thinking of you. You're surrounding yourself with people that are naysayers, that are negative, and it doesn't help you with the motivation. And this is a life skill and a life task anyway where anything that you do in life, you want to surround yourself with like-minded folks, with positive folks that support what you're trying to do and that encourage you to what you're trying to do. So when it comes to motivation with exercise and with fitness, you want to surround yourself with folks that are going to push you. And if you look at the, the CrossFit world and what they've done, that's exactly what they've done. They built it. They've built their entire business model around creating a community. You look at the military. The military creates a community of fitness. You think that all military folks would be able to get through what they do without the, without the folks around them? And if they're intrinsically motivated, they might. Some of those folks that work, in, uh, or that work through SEAL and BUDS, yeah, they're intrinsically motivated because they have that inner, inner beast inside them to keep them going. But not everyone's like that. So you need to surround yourself by people that are going to encourage you, that want to see you succeed in whatever it is you do. This past year with my track season, I wouldn't have made it through if my wife and the, and the 
medical team around me weren't encouraging to me. My wife supported me every step of the way, and it was extremely helpful. She didn't have to do it. She has zero desire to attend track events. Zero. But because she was encouraging of me to do it, it helped motivate me. She would come to the track with me and time my, time my sprints. And it was extremely beneficial for me and my motivation. Because if I had to do it alone, it may not have happened. It may not have, it, I wouldn't have had that encouragement, that external encouragement to keep pushing me. So that was very helpful with, for me. Another factor in your motivation and your goal setting is your personal life. So again, I've talked about my wife. If you have personal life stress, that's going to discourage your motivation because you are focused so much on your stressors, whether it's your marriage or your kids or your job or your finances. If you're focused on, your, on those four factors, marriage, job, kids, finances, you're going to have very little brain power, very little energy to dedicate to what it is you want to train for. It, and this combines with the social circle. If your personal life stress and your so- social circle are not supportive of what it is you want to accomplish in mas- with your master's athlete goals, whether it's track, Ironman, bobsledding, softball, whatever, whatever it is for your master's athlete goal that you want to do, and you don't have the support from your marriage, kids, job, finances, if you have stress emanating from those factors, it's going to be hard to motivate yourself. So something's got to give. Do you need a change of job? Do you need to focus on your finances? Create a budget. Take a finance course. Do something to help your finances. Get rid of your credit card debt. Find a way to attack these personal life stressors that are weighing you down. Face them head on and attack them so that they don't get in the way of your motivation to achieve these personal goals through master's sports that you have. Find a way to better your marriage, to help take care of your kids, to have a better job, to clean up your finances. Find a way to make those better so that they, they don't get, get in the way of your master's athlete goals. Another factor is anxiety. What kind of emotional state are you? And simply put, anxiety is just a negative emotional state. It's nervousness, apprehension, worry. This all ties together with your personal stress, your social circle, your injuries. What factor does anxiety play with all of those? Are you worried about getting hurt again? Are you recovered from an injury and you're now worried about getting hurt again? What kind of anxiety do you deal with? That's going to get in the way of your motivation. Again, face that head on. Attack it. Face the fears, face the anxiety, and get in front of it. Do not let anxiety get in the way of what your goals and dreams are. One personal factor that I have is ADHD. If you have ADHD, it is hard to get started on anything. Once you get started, you're fine. But taking that first step on anything 
is hard when you have ADHD. So recognize that and force yourself. If this is if you're like anything like me, force yourself to take that first step to write down the first paragraph of the book that you're trying to write or the blog entry that you're trying to write or such as this podcast. Just sit down and hit the record button. You don't have to plan everything out. With ADHD, you can sometimes get lost in the weeds. You can get lost. It's hard to find the forest through the trees. But just do it. Sit down. It doesn't have to be perfect. Lord knows these podcasts aren't perfect. Lord knows my training wasn't perfect for the track for my track season. But just sit down and do it. Get out of your own way and do it. And take that first step. Another factor with motivation is your exercise history. If you're new to exercise, and let's face it, not everybody grew up playing high school sports. Not everybody grew up as the stud athlete in gym class. Some folks just start exercising as they get older because they know they need to be healthier. So if you have a very low exercise, very short exercise history, it's going to be easy to lose motivation. So again, you have to tie that with the social support of yours. Tie it with the people around you that is going to help you attack your exercise and hold you accountable. Because you know it's important. You know that you're, you're exercising to become healthier. You don't necessarily have to exercise to get into a size 6 dress or to get into the jeans that you wore in high school. That's not what you're exercising for. You're exercising so that you can live a healthy, long life and stay off of medications and stay away from the ER. So surround yourself with people that are going to hold you accountable to that. If you're a lifetime athlete, great. Stay that way. Again, focus on the long-term gains. The final factor of motivational loss is burnout. It's real easy to get burned out. It's real easy to train hard, attack a goal, achieve that goal, and then have your motivation completely drop out. For me, I owned a a fitness studio a while back, and I trained and trained and trained, and for reasons that were beyond my control, I wound up losing the lease of my space and I had to close the facility. I was burned out. I didn't want to see another kettlebell. I didn't want to see another TRX strap. I didn't care for a good six months. I didn't want to, I didn't want to take on a client. I, didn't, I had zero desire to do anything fitness-related for six months because I was just burned out after lighting the candle at every end of, for this fitness studio that I owned. Because I was doing everything on my own. The marketing, the business, the training, the administration, everything. And I wound up burning myself out. I had to take some time off and reset everything and find my motivation again. And I did, eventually. But I had to take that time off and I had to recognize that I was burned out. So what do you do? What do you do now that you've lost this motivation and you're trying to figure out things. You're trying to figure out a way to get back on track. Everyone says, well, set goals. Set long-term and short-term goals. That's nice. That's nice. 
But goals are just words. They're just words on a paper. What you need to do is set action items. And I differentiate goals from action items. I'm sure you've all heard that that uh, quote or that phrase, you know, shoot, shoot for the moon and you'll land among the stars. I think that's silly because it's extremely vague. It doesn't really tell you much. I want to set action items that are going to lead to specific milestones. For instance, this track season. The ultimate goal was the championships in July. But I needed to set milestones along the way. I needed to set milestones to get me to that championship. They weren't specific times per se, but they were X amount of workouts in a week. For me, it was three running days and two strength training days in a week. So those are my action items that allowed me to get to that level. Because if I achieved those action items, I would get where I wanted to go. So when you're dealing with a lack of motivation, start with those milestones that you want to achieve and lay down the foundation, foundational work in terms of action items. What are you going to do every day to get to that point to where this becomes a habit now, to where reaching those milestones is going to be easy? Write them down. Write down those action items. Put them, put them as a reminder on your phone. Write them down, put them as a reminder, and do them every single day, every single week. Because when you do, you're going to find that it's so much easier to have your motivation. Right now, I'm doing the 100 push-ups for 100 days. I got it written on my wall or on my uh, dry erase board in my home gym. And that, to me, having that checkoff every day is an action item, is a motivating factor that I can check one more day off on my calendar towards the 100-day goal to where it's going to get me closer to that January 1st where I can start running again. Those are the action items that I'm taking with me. Again, motivation is very abstract. Find what works for you. Are you externally or internally motivated? Find what works. Identify if you're externally or internally motivated. Identify your social circle. Identify your stressors. Identify your anxiety. Are you ADHD? What kind of exercise history do you have? Go through that checklist. Write everything down. And then create action items based off of that. Do you need to change your circle of friends? Do you need to change your social circle? Are you on Facebook too much? It's okay. Find a way, if it's a stressor, find a way to get rid of it and move on because it's not helping you. Add things to your life. Add things to your daily routine that are going to get you towards what you want to accomplish, towards those milestones. With that, I want to thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Masters Athlete Podcast. I want to thank you for supporting the sponsors Simply Faster. Definitely head over to their website, check out their products, check out their blog. Again, Carl does a great job of writing articles over there. 
I also want to thank everybody for their support on the Facebook page, the Masters Athlete Podcast Facebook page, on the Instagram, rbarnold2626, for sending me emails. I get a few emails every week telling me uh, topics that they want to address. That's at mastersathletepodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me a note. Shoot me a comment on the Facebook page. Share the podcast. Write a review on iTunes. Give it some stars on iTunes and help it move up the rankings. So thank you for your support, and hopefully today's podcast will help you with uh, that motivation that you may or may not have been lacking. Thank you.